everybody, welcome to Real Brave Live. We are here today talking about the greatest female best-selling artist of all time to continue our Women's History Month uh, extravaganza. 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 To really dedicated to all the amazing, incredible women uh, that have been doing so many amazing things over the years. Real Brave is a music studio. We have an online program called Practice Pad where you could sign up and take lessons with one of our instructors here. Worldwide, it's incredible. Lesson rooms there, one-on-one, -on -one. plus we've built teaching apps. We can gamify learning. It's really incredible. Uh, you can come and, and sign up for that whenever you're ready. We uh, Please follow us here every single week, 1 p.m. And I'm gonna go live on Clubhouse as soon as you start playing your song. We're all over the world, folks. Welcome to Real Brave Live, and we're gonna get started with the program. Real Brave Live. So much fun. Yeah. So we've got another list today, Kevin. Oh, great. Got another list. But this, this is a list uh, that's based in objectivity. By which I mean, so the, the past couple of lists we've been looked at are very opinion-based. The best whoever of whatever. Um, this is a measured uh, list of... Do you want to announce it? Do you want me to announce it? You can announce it. You can put that microphone on too, right there. This, for, the, for the Instagram. Oh, posts. for the for the yeah. gram. Yeah. For the grams. For the grams. I, I want you to start because uh, I think me having all the fun is not fun. Okay. Well, hi. Welcome to Real Brave Live, the, the world's first and only music podcast. Right. I don't know. Um, where we talk, it's two musicians talking about music. I'm I'm Kevin. I'm your co-host with the Almost, and today we're talking about uh, the. 12, or I guess the top 10, uh, best-selling female artists of all time. That's it. Um, yeah. Real brave And there it is. And we're live on Clubhouse. Let's see if anybody joins us. I'm just curious about Hi, it. Hi, Clubhouse. Yeah, there's nobody there. Okay. Uh, yeah, so no, we, we started at number 12 for some reason this time. Uh, yeah. Before the list started. Okay. Yeah. Now, again, we've done these lists a few times, and we did one last week that wasn't a list, but I, I actually, when going through this... Mm. It wasn't a list. That was it. Was a list that was supposedly the greatest of all time. It was printed in such a way that wasn't really so much a list as it was an amalgamation of papers. Yeah, it was much, just like a bunch of opinions. Much really. like uh, uh, Kevin Nash in A Beautiful Mind. Sure. Russell Crowe. Sure. <laughs> you know and what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. The billboard on the wall. Yeah, I do. All the lines of thread connecting everything. <laughs> So look, th this is a list that somebody made. It's uh, what can we say about it? it? But the facts are that the best-selling female artists, you, are, it's indisputed. It's just that, that in today's day and age, there's way more people, way more people buying things. You know, 300 years ago, people weren't buying things, but maybe the music was better by female artists. Who knows? Yeah, I'm going to take that with a grain of salt because um, I, I don't know if females were allowed to sing or be artists. Sure, sure they were. So. Um, I mean, not 300 years ago. Maybe but. not, but. Um, I do want to touch back on that. There's, I follow a. Oh, I don't even have my phone. Never mind. I was gonna say I follow a, an Instagram, a jazz Instagram, but I forget what it's called and who they were highlighting. And my phone's in my office, so I'm not gonna bother. No, you're not gonna do it. Um, but this is a metric of sales. So this is a dollar amount, and I'm just going to um, just assume that it's adjusted for inflation and population and and all of that stuff. So that it's like they're all on equal playing field, even though we have uh, artists from like the '70s up to today. Yeah, uh, I'm just gonna assume that it's all a level playing field. Well, not at number twelve, Nicki Minaj. Yes. Yeah. 
I believe it. Okay, 100, 100, 100 million in sales. Yeah. Now, she peaked at number one in the U.S. Billboard charts, certified triple platinum, and, I mean, she's a very recent example of sales driving an artist's growth. Mm -hmm. um, you, there's a lot we could say about Nicki Minaj. I don't know a lot, because I'm not necessarily, like, someone that follows Best-selling album, uh, Pink Friday. Um, not to be confused with Black Friday, which is the day totally of different thing. Although you could, on Black Friday, probably go to Tower Records. Is that still open? No. Uh, Sam Goody? Definitely not. Uh, the Wiz. Why don't we just throw The Wiz in? The Blockbuster and buy uh, uh, for sale a Nicki Minaj album. You can't. Okay. I just most recently bought something in physical, like a physical record, and I felt weird doing it. Uh, oh. Uh, what record? I bought the, the Queen, a Queen, The Greatest Hits, the, Volume 2. The, the, queen? the Queen? The Queen. I love that band, The Queen. The Queen. And I just, yeah. Uh, but but point is is that this is mostly um, digital. Yeah, a lot of these are going to be mostly digital, um, and it, it, the list talks about um, streams as uh, as like now a metric, like how many streams. Now, there are billions. Some of these, some of the songs in here have been streamed billions of times. It's right. Incredible. Yeah. Right. Right. At number eleven, we have Beyonce. Mm -hmm. No surprise written here. No surprise there. Although I, I mean, I'm kind of surprised that she's not uh, further up the list, personally, just because. Um, Lady Bay. Yeah. That's not her name, is it? No. No, I just made that up. Queen B. Queen Bay. B. Queen B. <laughs> Sorry. 118 million in sales as a solo artist, and and wouldn't you have it that 60 million with Destiny's Child? That's the original uh, iteration of Love Beyonce. Destiny's Child. Yeah. I remember uh, being like 10 years old and hearing no scrubs. Mm. That's not <laughs> That's not them. That's TLC. I love TLC. You I love TLC. Like and, lady, and Beyonce was not in TLC. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> Left Eye was. Left Eye was not on this list. Oh. Yeah. Yep. So she gained fame in the 90s. As, I don't need to explain who Beyonce is, please. Uh, number 10. We're getting into the top 10 here. Adele. Uh, with 120 million sales, she has more as a solo artist than Beyonce does, and they're like the she's like the the queen of of um, music. Queen but B. Adele, yeah, 120 million according to this list. Queen A, Queen A. She uh, is certified triple platinum. Okay, incredible. I remember I'm seeing um, suddenly the song Hello was very, very popular, and I was like, oh, Lionel Richie's making a comeback. Yeah, no. It's not the case. Nope. Not even close. Um, cool couple of music theory notes about the song Hello. From the other side Is also In your head In your head, zombie Is also Um... Also, Chili Peppers. Uh, Despacito. What are you playing there? Uh, this is a ukulele. Yeah. It's a tiny guitar. A tiny guitar. I love tiny guitars. Uh, How many strings does it have? It has four strings. It's actually strung very uh, fun. A high G uh -huh. above a C E A, which is not the way it's supposed to be. No, um, it's a it's unique to I guess ukulele and also the banjo has a high resonator string as well, also a G. Um, what's interesting about the ukulele is that it's tuned in such a way that if you were to drop the G down an octave and just have G C E A, that's up a fourth 
If you're keeping track at home. Up a, a perfect fourth from where the guitar is tuned, so it's like playing a guitar with the capo on the seventh fret. Neat. Pretty cool. Yeah, thanks for that little background. You're welcome. And thanks for bringing the, uh, the, the small guitar on stage. Tiny guitar. Tiny guitar. Number 10, Adele. Number 9, Lady Gaga. Lady All Gaga. the gogs. The... Uh, yeah. Lady Goo Goo Gaga. Um, I used to really not like Lady Gaga. Goo Goo? Uh, Goo Goo Gaga. Um, however, she's grown on me over the years. Um, I used to think a lot of what she did was just shtick. Um, and to, to a certain degree, some of it is. I, I'm not uh, uh, shy, shy from yeah. shtick. Um, but uh, she actually has some real musicianship and some real songwriting abilities. She's very, very talented, along with the ladies that are up here. Yes. Uh, notably, she we've discussed this last week. She used to play downtown all the time. Uh, downtown Oakland? Downtown Manhattan. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm still a Queens boy at heart. I thought you were talking about W's across the street. No. No, there's there's nothing happening over here. Sorry. Oh, man. Uh, Lane House is high. Hi, Lane. Hi, Lane. Thanks for joining us. She's a great musician. She plays piano. She's a great singer. Um, she likes to wear meat dresses. Meat dresses. That's right. She dated a friend of mine once removed. We just uh, I think we discussed that last. The week. drummer of a friend in one of your uh, friends' bands. In friends' band, yeah. Former roommate. And I remember meeting her. I think I'm like pretty sure because I remember my friend saying to me like, "Hey, did you remember so and so with so and so?" And I said, "Kind of." And they're like, "Yeah, that's Lady Gaga." And I was like, "Really? Wow. Okay." I could have just made that all up, but I'm pretty sure that happened. Number eight. I believe you. Oh, one last thing about Lady Gaga. Oh, um, there was. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, the song "Just Dance." Yeah. I thought it was a Britney Spears song. No. And I thought that because there's an episode of The Office wherein Michael Scott pulls up in his convertible PT Cruiser and "Just Dance" is playing, and he goes, "It's Britney. I'm back." And I was like, "Britney Spears. I know who that is. <laughs> it's Lady Gaga." You were wrong. Yeah. Number eight. Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Famous for I Kissed a Girl, California Girls, Teenage Girls, Firework Girls. So um, I've, I've seen uh, I've, I Kissed a Girl performed live by the band Fish, uh, where the drummer came out from behind the drum set and sang the song, mm -hmm. and it was weird. This is another... Um, I'm just going to go right past that. First I'm not even going to acknowledge it. <laughs> uh, this is another example of, like, um, I believe she you know, she kind of moved into this space. She wasn't naturally, like, in this space. Originally, she kind of just morphed into this pop sensation. I believe her first album was a dud. She tried to come on the scene uh, as, a, like, a gospel singer. Yeah. And that was, like, 2001, and it, like, really wasn't successful. But then in 2008, she came out with... One of the Boys, which has uh, I Kissed a Girl, Dark Horse, I think, is on that one. Um, and it led her to become uh, someone with one billion uh, views. Yes. I don't have that. That's yes. pretty incredible. So she's one of the billionaires in, as far as views go. Um, one, Yeah, the first singer to have multiple videos reach one billion views on Vivo. With a B. Billion. That's a mil that's a thousand million. A thousand million. Or a thousand thousand. Yeah, and one of the highest uh, earning uh, women in music from 2011 to 2019. Mm. Certainly on this list, she needs to be up there. Uh, we've got number seven, Babs. Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. Yeah. Who's still retired. The princess of tides. Yeah, she's still, she is still retired. Uh, she might come back. I remember that was a big deal in 2001. She retired. Or I was working at a ticket broker. Mm. 
and that was a big deal. Um, she just wanted to sell tickets. Good for her, though. Yeah, you know, I uh, I was listening to some of her stuff today. I really liked. I uh, forget what the name of it was. It was uh, the wit. No. Uh, no more tears. And it's got it's like a disco groove, but like the bass line is so funky, mm-hmm. funky fresh. Uh, but she's great too. Barbara. She was she played um, uh, Ben Stiller's mother in Meet the Fockers. Yeah, that was hilarious. It's a great movie. Yeah. Not only that, check this out. Seventh. Uh, best-selling female recording artist, right? But she's also one of the few artists and actresses to win two Academy Awards. I believe it. Prince of Grammys, Tides. Prince of Tides and something else. Emmys, Golden Globes, Tony Awards, mm-hmm. Awards, and the Presidential Medal of Freedom. That's uh, pretty incredible. Honestly. Like, if you really think about it, as far as a life is concerned, this little tiny life that we have and you're able to accomplish all that, it's incredible. Through, and this is this is pre-Me Too era and all that. Like, she was able to accomplish some, some pretty pretty incredible things. Yeah, so. in, in some tough circumstances. She achieved 52 gold records and 31 platinum That's records. That's ridiculous. That's a prolific career. Yeah. It's one thing to do it, like, once, twice, like any, like, other band or person. At, at a certain point, they just expect the next thing to for you to release is going to be an instant hit. Right. What, and on that note, what my biggest problem with the music industry is that if you don't keep hitting those levels, yeah. let's say you sell like a million records, but next time you sell only 700,000... Then you sink into obscurity yeah, forever. Yeah, and then yeah. you're a loser. Yeah. I don't understand that. Yeah. Number six, uh, speaking of people that uh, retired and came back, Celine Dion. Every night in my dreams, Famously, she sank uh, the Titanic. That's right. One 200 the, million sales. One of the, the best things Canada has given us. One of the one of the best things Canada has given us. Thank B- you, Kevin. Besides uh, gravy fries. I didn't know they gave that to us. I'm, I think you made that up. They might have. I, I think you're talking about up. Who's Maybe. Or hockey. Same uh, thing. Yeah. She, she, yep, she came from Canada. Um, French, the French-Canadian, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, wee wee. Some Quebec. I think sure. she's uh, Canada's best-selling artist of all time. I believe that. Her what about uh, Alanis Beads Morissette? Or Alanis Morissette. She's Canadian. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, Yeah, the Titanic theme track, My Heart Will Go On, was an international success. Yeah. If you remember that movie from that time, it was everywhere. Leo DiCaprio, Kate Winslet. It was in your bed with you. It was in the bathroom. Like, you could not get away from it. It was long. It was two VHSs, and I know that because they are in my mom's basement. Okay. Uh, Celine Dion and Leonardo DiCaprio are in your mom's basement. Good to know. Yeah. Celine has the most cumulative track. I can't say that word. Cumulative. 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 Rock and roll, roll of fame. Weeks at number one in adult <laughs> contemporary charts, logging in a total of 87 weeks. I mean, look, it's... I can't do that. It's pretty incredible. Number five, Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. And she sold 200 million some odd... Is there records total or dollars? Uh, 200 million records. 200 million records sold. Selling 200 million records. Wow. So, like, the dollar amount of that is, like, probably times 15 or so. So crazy. Yeah. So many singles, I can't even fit them all into one sentence. A tragic Life, I've gone over that a few times. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. her self-titled album sold 30 million cop- copies globally. That's just mind-bending. Yeah. Mind-bending. First, of course, you've never seen the, the Bodyguard, the original one. 
I'd highly recommend you go see it. It was really good. Did we talk about that on our uh, best-selling soundtracks? It was number one, I think, The Bodyguard. Yeah, and yeah. that's her number one album, too. Her, yeah. her best-selling album is The Bodyguard. During her prime in the 80s, Whitney had seven consecutive number one singles on the Hot 100 chart. Which I believe at the time broke a record uh, for number most consecutive singles. Yep. I think she beat Michael Jackson. Yeah. Maybe? Mm. I'm excited, no. And she's officially the most awarded female artist of all time by the Guinness Book of World Records. Yep. Uh, several institutions recognize her worldwide yep. success over the years. That's Grammy Awards, Record of the Year, Pop Vocals, so on and so forth. It's incredible. Mm. And she's, she's missed. Tragic. So tragic. Oh, you mean talk about her Super Bowl. Yeah, and that's. Uh, and I think we've talked about it before we in the past, yeah. but and you, you suggested that it was pre recorded. Um. I think I don't think it was. It was. It was pre-recorded. It, yeah, but she was really singing. So like, you take with take from that what you will. I thought she sang that live. Well, she was singing it live. No, but like it was the real recording. No. 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 The what NFL. About the crowd roaring in the NFL background? and NBC do not take risks like that. They didn't take those risks with uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Or Roseanne Barr. Or Maroon Five. They did with Katy Perry, and that's when the shark. Oh yeah! Thing happened. Oh yeah! The shark dance, the uh, Super Bowl. It's uh, a bunch of things happen in Super Bowl that we can't talk about. Yeah. NSFW. Yeah, yeah NSFW folks. Yeah. Number four, your friend Mariah Carey. Yeah, my favorite uh, artist. Period. Of all time, I talk about Fish a lot. Uh, I also talk about Wolfpack and Radiohead and stuff like that. But that all takes a backseat to uh, Miss Mariah Carey. She's the queen, like we said of last week, of Christmas. Queen M of Christmas. <laughs> queen of Christmas. As in Merry Christmas. I don't know how that happened. Um, it's one of her number one singles is All I Want for Christmas is You, but... Sexy Christmas. It's uh, so sexy. <laughs> uh, but it's fair to say um, that her catalog extends far beyond uh, that one hit that's played 12 times a day, every yeah. day from late November to January 1st. If you go into the Vision of Love part of her life when she was just like a young kid mm -hmm. and she was breaking in, the songs are actually really good. She has a vocal range of five octaves. She had, past tense. Had a vocal range Thank of you. five octaves. Sorry, Brian. In her prime. Me too. I, I don't have it anymore either. I, uh, I do have a vocal range of four. At least one octave. I can demonstrate if you'd like. <laughs> Here's a low D. Here's the next octave D. Go right in the mic and do it. Here's the next D. Oh, I can only do three. I can't get up there. You know, there. you can't even get up there. So, And that's funny. What you just tried to do, you tried to squeeze out that last, but you can't do it because you couldn't get, you couldn't squeeze the, the vocal cords down that low. Yeah. And she was able to not only do that, but use it with her head voice, which is a totally different thing. Yeah. And, um... And the, the whistle register she's also famous for. Right. Dolphin-like frequencies, I believe. Yeah. Dogs barking from Canada. Yeah. When she's singing in California. Yeah. I'm, I want to try to find a clip of her. Keep talking, but... Okay. Uh, well, yeah, so 200 million records. That seems... That's very familiar with Whitney Houston. 200 mm -hmm. million records sold. That seems like it's off. I like she has more. I mean, she's the queen of Christmas. She must have more records sold than that. Well, again, as we get with um, more current artists, and I guess Mariah Carey's not much more current, but like Katy Perry and, and, and Lady Gaga and Nicki Minaj even, 
those record sales can be translated as digital downloads or plays or whatever, what have you. Okay, I think I found something. I'm, I'm going to play a really short clip so I don't get a strike, but... And shut up. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. That, that, that. Yeah. Okay, sounds like a whistle. <laughs> sounds like an actual dolphin. I'm just whistle. only doing that because I don't want to get muted by the, the Facebook group. It's too late. It's probably already muted. Take it down. There is a Mariah Carey, you know, we, we did a, a, this is an innocent show, folks. You know, like. It's a family show. It's a family show, but it's an innocent show. We just wanted to talk about music. Yeah. So we put up. If our naivety has not been apparent to you so far. <laughs> we put up a picture. I had a picture up of Mariah Carey during Christmas time. And it must have been for like a minute while Kevin was talking. Because like to, to do the show and to do the, the pictures is hard. Or the, the production of it. And just we the, got muted. Just the picture. Just the picture alone. That picture is owned by Sony. Yeah. And Sony was like, don't you show our Mariah Carey. We're just we're just educating folks about the Queen of Christmas. I mean, it's whatever. I don't think they appreciated the, like, the, the sarcasm. Because there was some sarcasm. I mean, yeah, but like, I guess. Yeah. If, we were, if we had shown that picture and just lavished her with uh, uh, praise, maybe they, we could have kept that on. No, they would have definitely still taken it down. By the, like, the strikes they do are crazy. They'll hit you for anything. Right? Yeah. Um, if you're watching and you're a corporate sponsor, um, we'd be happy to plug you for some... Uh, I'm, I'm fine with that. Some licensing, if you could help us license. <laughs> Dozens of people watch us. Yes. We this may sell out. This may look like a high-budget show, but... Uh, oh, we, we make dozens of people happy every single day. Dozens. Number three, Taylor Swift. Tay Swift. Tay Tay. She's coming in at the 200 million mark too. I don't know if that's a typo, but uh, she she's certainly be up, needs to be up there. I have a quick story about um, Tay Tay, Th and this is for all you kids out there that want to be something in life. I emailed her agent, oh. PR person, about seven years ago. Mm. I wanted to do a, an ASR event. Mm. She got back to me. Oh wow! And she said, "We're not going to do this." Okay. But the point here is. Don't be afraid to email people because you never know, or even direct message. Don't don't be afraid to do it because they might get back to you. Um, I got a, a signed CD for Sarah for Christmas from a, a, an indie band in Colorado because I direct messaged them. There it is. But what Taylor Swift did to you, uh, Richie Mitch and the Coal Miners. Oh. Richie Mitch, if you're watching, thanks. Yeah. Um, uh, but what Taylor Swift did to you was a page right out of Warren Buffett's book, and I only know this because I saw it today, is that one of his strategies is to just say no mm. to people. Yeah. She went, got back to me a couple of times. I'm like, are you sure? And she's like, yeah, we're pretty sure. Mm -hmm. But the point is, is that her PR person was, was very nice about it. She uh, – don't – listen to me. What you're saying is that Taylor Swift hates charitable organizations. She, yeah. I asked her to play. At the charitable event. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's what I did. I was like, listen, we really like to have uh, Taylor Swift perform, and, and they were like, what's the event? She, that's what she got back to me, and I said, this is a for was a small nonprofit. Was that the bitter no, end? No, no, oh. it was for, uh, I forget, I forget what we were trying to put together. Okay. And she's like, thanks, but she's going to be a little busy in that day. Sure. You know, Sign it's Taylor Swift, so. Yeah, whatever. So anyway, so I don't want to uh, just like gloss over this. So many accomplishments. Where do we start? She just re-recorded her Fearless, Fearless album. Did you hear about the whole thing with with her, her uh, royalties and how she got? Uh... Oh, I heard there was some controversy about all that. Major uh, controversy. Yeah. yeah, the people that I don't really know the whole story, but she had to re-record it so that she can like 
sing it to them a little yeah. bit. She did. It sounds actually pretty similar to the original. Right. Uh, and which is kudos to her. She could definitely play. Yeah. I'm still wondering about the songwriting. I know she writes her songs, but I want to know what the producers are doing to make her sound like that. I've always wondered. Because, like, her album that she came out with last time, mm -hmm. Hello Caps, uh, last two years ago was pretty cool. The most recent one that she did, like, last year with uh, Bonnevar and, like, oh, a bunch of other. That was really good. And then the new one's really good as well. Like, I guess uh, the pandemic really brought something different out of her. Like, she went back to her roots. She okay. got really creative. Really, it was kind of good. I think a lot of cool stuff happens when you collaborate. Um, yeah, the Bonnevar the bon song is pretty incredible. And when I first heard that, I was like, wow, this is good. And then listening to the rest of the record was, was good as well. I've been saying Bon Iver. Bon Iver. I think it's both. Bon Iver. Whatever. I don't it's, know. it's neither. I it's neither. It's it's Bob. His real name is Tim. Her second album, Fearless, was certified diamond. Wow. What? It's crazy. Is that above or below platinum? That's uh, more than what I've sold, and became the first of Taylor's eight remaining albums to consecutively consecutively reach number one in the U.S. Uh, she's got she sold thirty seven million albums in the U.S., but she sold two hundred million total. Huh? So, so I just gotta say, and I've said this before on this Math? this broadcast before, but I'm, I'm I'm very much biased away from these these incredibly talented pop musicians, and it's because for four years I worked next door at the farmers market. Yes, where tell we us had one hundred six point seven Light FM, today's best variety. Da -da -da. Da -da. Yeah, uh, but it's not. It's the same thirty. I counted them thirty seven songs on a shuffled loop. Yeah. Um, any so any of those. I've um, heard blank space more times than I could uh, ever care to remember. Nothing in my brain. Yeah. No, that's a shake it up. Whatever. And I think that that, like, if you were around listening to the radio when that came out, it was the only thing on every station. On yeah. The yeah. yeah. Followed yeah, closely by Umbrella. The people that do the those greatest, like, hits radio stations have no soul. No. They can't. It's and, impossible. And not only no soul, but, like, it seems like no, like... The, the people just like you just do it on your phone. You don't have, you don't have to like. It's all it's corporate. That's all it is. Just like all right, what's the greatest? Give us a, give us the, the list. This what's going to sell then, the most so that our advertisers will pay top dollar yeah. to be on our station? Yeah, it's all it's all corporate stuff. It's fine. It's just not for me. But radio is kind of dead. So sure, it is. And I, I think didn't Taylor have a whole thing where she didn't have her music on streaming services? She, for a while, wanted to work out. If you're not familiar with streaming, uh, artists get point zero 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 something percent That's of a generous estimate. per stream for the songs. And she was uh, against that. She didn't like that whole thing. A lot of people, if you're a musician and you're trying to get out in the world, Spotify is great. Streaming is great because you just put your record out and you don't. there's a, not a lot of like upfront costs. It's really, it's really great. Yeah. But for someone like um, Taylor Swift, who makes her money selling records, mm -hmm. that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Like, Bob Dylan just sold his whole catalog mm -hmm. because he's like, I'm not selling records anymore. He yeah. sold his whole catalog. He's done whatever millions, you know, tens, hundreds of millions of dollars that they sold it for. Right. He's out. Yeah. And good for him. Yeah. But what's Taylor going to do? She's, got, she's still making records. Yeah. Well, she's like a, like a millionaire. Does she really need that point zero zero zero? She one? does. I mean, when it comes down to it, especially now during the pandemic, when you're not performing, you're, maybe you're selling some merch. 
Okay, that's and true. you're bringing in a lot of money every month from record sales, and all of a sudden it dries up. Yeah, like, the argument used to be like, well, no, we're generating most of our revenue from concert tickets. And that's not even happening no, anymore. No, it's, yeah, it's gone too. She, this was way pre-pandemic, though. She, uh, she don't have plans to mm. So, t- uh, Taylor, congratulations for being number three at the greatest, uh, best-selling women of all time. We're going to move to number two. two. Number two is not, uh, none other than Rihanna. Rihanna. Umbrella. She has sold 250 million copies of something. Yeah, just the sales, colon, 250 million. That doesn't really tell I don't really know if it's 200... It can't be dollars. No, no, it's copies, I think. Copies? All right, we don't know that for sure. Singles and albums. We need fact-checking. That makes sense. Number one singles in Billboard. Uh, Too many to even name. Uh, Nine successful albums. She's, like... (sighs) Here's the thing with Rihanna. I notice so many young female uh, girls singing very similar to her. Yeah. She's a trendsetter. Very, yeah, huge trendsetter. The way she sings, the way she holds her voice, it's it's hugely influential. My daughter sings a little bit like it. I'm like, you know when you do that thing with the thing here? And she's like, yeah, I'm like, that's Rihanna. Mm. And she's like, really? Yeah. Uh, But that's a good thing. Like, if you're copying, don't listen to other people. That's a good thing. Keep copying and then find your own voice later on. Yeah. She, here's the thing with Rihanna. Uh, Not only she's got all of this success, Riri, Riri, I saw that. Yeah. Never heard it before. I need a nickname. Uh, let's go back to that. Let's circle back. You need a nickname, too. No? Riri <laughs> has earned nine Grammy Awards, 13 American Music Awards, 12 Billboard Music Awards, six Guinness World Records, and she's an actress, too. She's one of the, one of the persons in the world that's made that successful transition to acting. Which is, is pretty cool. Battleship, uh, Valerian, and the City of a Thousand Planets. Yeah, she was in the new Oceans movie. Oceans She's 8. pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I watch it. It's okay. And uh, there's, all, there's a bunch of other things in here. You got anything else you want to say about Rihanna before um, we get to number one? No, just that uh, Umbrella is one, another one of those songs that I heard 12 times a day. Yeah. And Take a bow. Yeah. It's a good tune. Yeah. Well, she... Uh, Another thing about Rihanna is she's collabed with like everyone on the block, and also she is a proprietor of a business, um, Fenty. Fenty Beauty. Oh yeah. They make. They make makeup and. That's right, Fenty. So not only is she an esteemed uh, actress, you know, from being this incredible performer, she's got her own business line. Great business person. Let's put it that way. Uh, yeah, she's an entrepreneur. Um, she's a what? Entrepreneur. Okay. Um, First day with your new mouth? Yes. Still getting it. Uh, I got mine yesterday. Working. Um, but also Lady Gaga has a house. Ooh. House of Gaga is a fashion line. And she also has a, um, a vegan cosmetics company. That's that's something else right there. Yeah. That's a whole world that I don't know if I want to like look into. Cosmetics or veganism? Both. Okay. I've tried veganism. I can't do it. It's hard. I can't. It's really hard. Like, I could do it for about two weeks, and then uh, something just starts going wrong. Yeah. Uh, Like, like everything goes wrong. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think... To people that are vegan out there, uh, hats off, because I've tried it. Actually, I tried it more than a couple weeks. I've really, really tried to, like, not eat anything 
with any animal products in it, and it is incredibly difficult. It's super difficult, not just in uh, limiting what your choices are, but uh, price-wise, too. It, it can yeah. be expensive. Yeah. Um, unless you're just eating celery. You start eating weird things, yeah. I've noticed. Like, yeah. you start walking into a supermarket, and you're going like, that actually kind of looks good, and it's, like, shriveled up. Yeah. And <laughs> it's, like, growing. Yeah. And uh, probably I would never eat if I was eating um, a cow face. Okay. Uh, number one. Have you had cow face? I've had cow face. It's, it's actually one of my favorite meals. A delicacy in Canada. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Number one. With 300 million something sold, yep. we think it's records. Copies of something. Copies yeah. of something. Who do you think it is, Kevin? Uh, Hootie and the Blowfish. It's not Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh. It's the Blowfish. It's the Shags. <laughs> it's the Shags. Dorothy Shag. <laughs> yes. It's none, o- none other than Madonna. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Who's uh, in her 60s now, going on in her 70s, and just still trying to crush it. And uh, still relevant in a lot of ways. Successfully crushing it. I think so. You might uh, argue. I remember Like a Prayer, the album from like the, the late 80s, early 90s, late 80s, late so, 80s. So Madonna is 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 to you and uh, as like, um, as I guess Lady Gaga is to me. Why is that? Um, because Madonna sort of came into fruition as you were uh, building your emotional and musical maturity yeah. as I was building my emotional and musical maturity during the Lady Gaga years. Well, if there was no Madonna who broke the barriers of what you can do in a music video and mm-hmm. what's acceptable, mm-hmm. there there would be no Gaga. I, no Google for your Gaga. What's What's interesting is that acceptable for women because right. like metal bands were doing that stuff like way before, but because they had the uh, the agency and they had they had the power, it was okay. But like the second Madonna came on the scene and she was like, "I'm the one in control, and yeah. look what I can do." People were like, "Hey, wait a minute, what about our Christian values?" You know. Well, there was also people that were saying that she was objectifying or continuing the trend of of either too much of that in the film or and objectifying a woman. Uh, pushing the barrier of what's acceptable to be presented to a younger audience. Yeah. And listen, it was, you know, I remember being like young and looking at them like, this is incredible, yeah. <laughs> first of all. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but it was captivating. Like, I, I just, I was just so interested in like everything that she did. And music videos aren't like what they used to be. I don't care what anybody says. Like, we just watch MTV constantly. Yeah. But uh, I mean, without her, it's, you could say that there, a lot of the, some of the people here would not be able to do the things they're doing. Like well, what was Nicki really Minaj powerful about what she did is that she she took that power, and whether you call it objectification or not, you know, like she was in she was the one in control. So, um, in in that way, it was uh, could be seen as very liberating. Um, totally for, for women in general. That's totally. why I wouldn't say it's objectification because it was like her idea she was pushing. Yeah, yeah. She was taking it. She was like building it into something that was. That and people could watch and like she was taking not taking advantage of it but like she was using it to her benefit Elaine yeah. Howes is saying here that she was just telling a teen girl about Madonna and she said and she said I know her she, <laughs> she's that old lady oh man oh man I'm sorry Elaine hey listen that's I don't know what to say to that that's, time is a linear time is doesn't exist it's a you know yeah I, saw, I got my uh, first white hairs in my beard. 
I saw recently. Yeah, was... I'm getting all sorts of gray because of the pandemic. Thanks, pandemic. My knee hurts constantly. She's the officially the most successful <laughs> solo artist of all time, uh, ever, on the Billboard Hot 100. Hot. And holds the record for most number one singles by mm-hmm. a female singer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Madge, apparently, says her nickname. I need a nickname. Madge. All, all these people have nicknames. Uh, Self-titled think... debut album only reached number eight on the Billboard. Only reached number eight on the Billboard 200. Only. Her follow-up albums went on to shine even brighter, like A Virgin, Certified mm-hmm. Diamond, mm-hmm. True Blue. What is Diamond? This is the second time we've come across that. And it's not is... Platinum. It's, it's better than Platinum. It's better than Platinum? Yeah, I would think so. I thought... If you go to a jewelry store and you buy platinum... It's... Diamonds are more. Diamonds are more? You shine bright like a diamond. The award levels are silver, double silver, gold, double gold, diamond, platinum, and double platinum. So diamond Diamond. is below. Yes. Sorry. I don't know what I'm talking about. Not not a girl's best friend in this case. No. No. Why would they do that? I don't know. Wait, no. That can't be right. Every kiss Diamond begins with K. I think K so. Jewelers, if you're watching, we'd love to have you as a sponsor. Yeah. I think multi-platinum is Big like fans. 2 million and Diamond is 10 million. Thank you. Okay, so Diamond is better than platinum. I would Diamond think so, because like, yeah, I've I bought think. a few Diamonds before, and they're expensive. Well, yeah. Some Even some uh, low-end cubic zirconia, really. They might be, they might be even that too. I'm not even sure. I'm oh. like, is that good? They're like, yes. And then I hand over a bunch of money. I don't know. I've always wanted to try those little like eye uh, microscopes uh-huh. that the, they would stick in there and just hold there, and they're like, yep, it's a real diamond. Yeah, I use that to look at our the amount of students we have now. <laughs> um, <laughs> the spreadsheets of our current <laughs> roster. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's the list of number one best-selling artists of all time. Uh, female artist. Female artist. Excuse me. Female artist of all time is Madonna. Yep. And uh, that's that. Do we have anything else for today? No. No. <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, we are live on Instagram. Uh, we're live on Facebook. We're live on Podbean. We tried Clubhouse and nobody showed up. Right. Uh, I'm gonna get there. Okay. I had a room the other day talking about um, all sorts of businessy things. It was good. If you're following us, you know that Practice Pad is one of our uh, biggest accomplishments. We have our own one-to-one music room where yeah. you can sign up and take lessons anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world, you could be you could be in uh, Antarctica, and with a with a decent Wi-Fi connection from a polar bear, yep, it could reach us high in the mountains here in uh, the eastern U.S. of the United States. What? That <laughs> high up above sea level? It's a song. Oh. <laughs> in the eastern U.S. of the United States. You could also be, you know, down the street and uh, just kind of wanting to stay home because of the state of the world right yeah. now. And Yeah, you want to stay in your PJs. You don't want to take your child to music lessons. You can just log into Practice Pad. Let us know first. Yeah. And then uh, take a lesson. Yeah, if you're a current student uh, and, like, you're feeling sick, like... If you're skydiving in the Himalayas and you want to take music lessons... You can do that. Just log in to Practice Pad, and while you're skydiving, you could do a singing lesson with Kevin. If you're friends with a fox, and you're sitting in a box with a goat on a boat, and you have a Wi-Fi connection, you could do lessons with me on Practice Pad. If you love Dr. Seuss books, and all the books have been canceled, right? Um, and you really want to talk about it, you can talk about it with your instructor on Practice Pad. Yes. By logging in, signing up, and paying us a bunch of money. Right, a bunch. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yertle the turtle. We could keep going with that, but we're not. Hop on pop. So, I have chili peppers song. Every single week we're here, 1 p.m. Today we started on time. Yay! Started and, on time. Yes, please support us. Uh, like, comment, share these posts. Uh, if you're on Instagram, share those too. TikTok. We have a TikTok concert coming. Really excited about it. Yeah. The performers are incredible. We yeah. produced it. It looks really good. And you're going to be able to find that on TikTok, mm -hmm. at Real Brave Inc. And we're going to share it on, in our reels on Instagram. That's right. The most likes and comments gets 100 bucks, 100 smackers. 100 smackaronis. That's what they say in the old time. That's the real San Francisco treat. Next time, we might even talk about... Uh, <laughs> Wait, is that a real like uh, contest that you guys are doing? Yes. All right, we need to plug that next time. We T need to like TikTok concert. TikTok concert. We, yeah, I mean, we could even potentially talk about uh, debuting them on here, and then we could do that. That's fun. Guest, I think we're going to be doing uh, some student stories. Yeah. Soon. Oh, yeah. I've already done a few in practice pad. Cool. And I'm um, trying to find the right kind of uh, background, the right setting. Mm. We had Elaine, we have Janine here. Uh, thanks for watching. Kevin, you have any last words before um, we uh, push you off this cliff? Just that uh, also check out uh, the practice portal where you can get free online lessons just from all of us here at Real Brave. Um, Facebook? It's, it's a great, it's on Facebook. It's a Facebook group of the practice portal and um, uh, practice-pad.com. Yeah. And uh, check us out. Yeah, Better check us out. Get a free lesson. Thanks for joining us today, everybody. And we will catch you next week, Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern, Real Brave Live. Thanks so much. Real Brave Live.